0: A couple of weeks ago, Nick gave a super interesting conversation on social growth and agency growth, and they're often tied way more together than you think. Nick, let's t- let's dive in. Let's talk about it, dude.
1: You, I, we were going off a little bit, so I'll backtrack on what we were just talking about. But basically, we were we were celebrating. We this has been a great great Q1 so far for for new brands onboarded and and interest. And I was talking briefly with a couple of people. They're like, "Oh, like how's churn? Like we know." You know, one of our businesses, we we saw a heavier amount of churn than anticipated. And I was like, why is that happening? And then it goes back to like, okay, I don't think, A, you always have to be looking for business, always have to be closing, always have to be bringing people in at least to some part of your funnel. And I was like, wow, this makes me realize and look back on when, we, when I was in Atlanta talking with Jake on how our agency got to where we are and how the growth got to where it is, is because people forget like I've been doing this for eight years. Like I've been sharing and talking for so long. You've been sharing and talking for just as long. I think you were doing the same thing eight years ago with me on a different path of, of yes. email or, or at this time, I think it was like Instagram automation and <laughs> uh, I won't say it here, but like you were doing a, some interesting growth hacks.
0: Yeah. That's a good way to, good way to put it. And I think one of the things that I, right, where we were talking about before we hit record was like the stuff that we're winning on from today Uh, to what you're alluding to, isn't because the stuff that we're doing today, it's the stuff that's accumulated over the past three, six, nine months, right? All the things that we're doing today are going to compound in three, six, nine months, right? So when people throw in the towel to ease and they're like, oh man, this is too hard. It's like, this is really hard. And we admit that. And it's why you have to just be consistent. And I pump out so much content. You pump out so much content. You don't know what's going to hit. You don't know what's going to resonate. I know in your presentation, uh, you kind of had some frameworks or some thoughts or some tips. Yeah, so, you might kind of rapid firing on any of those. Dude, so I
1: totally do. Yeah, so the so be, because you and I have an association to us as oh, this is exactly laid out. I was like, I have Nick, we have Chase. What Nick stands for, or what the, what Nick chooses to share allows them to have access to other areas of other people's lives that might have relation with me because everything we're sharing, we're trying to have relation. And somebody asked a really important question, like how do you post and know like all these things consistently at all the times. And I go, there's a lot of tools out there that you can use yeah. to help you at, to help you execute and help you distribute the content. But there's no tools that automate the engagement or no tools that automate, like actually talking with the community. That's the part you can't automate. You can automate the messages going out, but how you and I use social is like this is our our way of like throwing up flares and being like, hey, what is someone going to resonate with you? For perfect example, you talking about baby Shay or talking about what you are doing as like a new father in this space, you're starting to speak into other business owners that have children or going on that journey with you. That was something we never talked about before. Myself, I have two French photos that I'm obsessed with. I want other people to 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 talk about my their pets or animals. That gives me another attachment to them. So when you have like that baseline of core of like people who just enjoy Chase for his for for Chase, people who enjoy Nick for just Nick, then it leads us in the second layer, which is we have our structure, right? Structure is the agency. We can talk about the brands that we have, we can talk about the services we provide. So we'll go in that another layer. So then you have Chase and structured going email SMS retention. Shaq and structure goes acquisition, search, content. So that gives us three other now pillars that we can go into. Then you look at it again, you go cool now chase has um, his newsletter and the courses and founder Nick has course founder event so then you have like these layers and layers of things that we go into and we're not even getting into the interests that you and I have we love we love building our own SaaS tool we love building our own products we care about we write we write checks checks for businesses that we believe in like all these interesting things that people actually want or potentially want to engage in us with, that's a schedule of content that needs to be distributed on. Because I know you and I are super mindful. Like the amount of times, or even yesterday, I was like, "Hey, I think you should try some images with your LinkedIn posts because I'm starting to see a little bit more engagement rather than just text stuff." It's important to look at that.
0: Yeah, and I don't know if this was intentional or unintentional for you. I know for me, it was kind of unintentional. But I've I've always been chase the email marketer, and then you know, Boundless Labs in the past, and now Structured is a beneficiary of it. Right? It's never yeah. been Chase Plus structured or chase plus boundless. So I've always preferred to build kind of as, you know, an industry or kind of a topic. I think the same as to you. I think you're obviously a little bit more tied to Nick and structured social and Nick and geek out and Nick and constant creative yeah. um, than I am. But like, you're still more known as like Nick, the paid social, Nick, the creative guy, than the agency guy. And I think at least in my mind, that's allowed us to be successful. Cause when people engage and retweet us and share and connect with us, they don't see us as competition right we are so openly and freely sharing that we we kind of invite collaboration with quote unquote our competitors have you when you think about yourself and your content was that something that was like strategic or was that kind of just a byproduct of just being so open and whether people use us or not as long as you're bettering and kind of educating that's really checking the box for your goals
1: i think it started a little bit, and it was tough because listen for, for how good it's been for me personally, it wasn't always amazing for everybody. I remember at Common Thread, Taylor and I had a discussion, and he was like, "Is it Nick? Is it Nick with Common Thread, or is it Common Thread's Nick?" And I go, "I think it's Nick with Common Thread." So like I, it, at a time when it wasn't my company, wasn't my team, yes, I was providing business, yes, I was getting to name out, yes, I was getting people to hear about me, but there was this pull back and forth, like who are like are you doing this for you or are you doing this for the overall growth of the company? And at times it's both, but it also does serve me, right? Like, you know yeah. what it does for your brand, I know what it does for my brand, but I was, I was really conscious of this because you log on to social and you, you're not looking to like, I'm not looking to engage with Igloo. Like I don't want Igloo to message me and be like, yo, like talk to me. But if it was some outdoor individual who has an Igloo like, I might want to reach out to that guy. Or I might want to have a conversation with him to get with it. And, I, and someone who did this really, really well is Josh at Snow Teeth Winding. Like, this dude, he he listened. He, he goes, I'm building in this space, and I built this product, Snow, and I want to be associated with this product as someone who's building to be viewed in in, in, a, in a positive light for what, or whatever reason. So I realized that it was easier for me to build around Nick Shock for the name and have the other areas that I was interested in because it, it allowed collaboration. Cause now I can go work with um, like Lucid. Now I can go work with other agencies that like uh shoelace or motion or these people that are VizCap or motif. Like I can Nick, I Nick can go work with another agency, but structure won't necessarily go work with another agency. Cause the, the, the general public or the people the clients, the potential customers of ours won't be able to discern the difference when it's just a guy to guy like, Oh, that's, that's, that's easier for me to relate
0: to that. That's a human. You can, you can do that. Yeah, Josh is an interesting example. And I think why it works for him is a couple of things. I think one is like, when you think about Josh, and he really is Snow, and Snow really is Josh, right? They're really one and the same, and he's so tied yeah. to that. As they as they both rise, right, they both increase in value. The, you know, the personal brand increases because he's built this, and then the actual business increases because Josh has done some cool stuff. I think it's easier for someone that has an e-commerce brand in a specific vertical like that because his competitors are like Crest and Colgate, and these people... And those are such big corporations that there's no face to it, right? So I think for Josh, it works in that reason. You know, I think for us, not that it wouldn't work, but in the agency space, there's just so much more competition. There's just so many more people where, like, if we were always just sharing case studies and always just sharing our wins of the agency and only just talking about the agency, then basically people kind of have to filter it out and take it with a grain of salt. We are so open and so free about sharing wins, losses, learnings that, like, we've probably helped a lot of other agencies grow. And that's fantastic because. You say it and I say it. There's so much to go around, right? Uh, wh- yeah. how, how do you phrase it, right? There's more than enough to eat. Like, what, what is your line?
1: Yeah, I'll, I'm, I'm looking at the line right now because I knew you were going to go this direction. Um, and I don't want to fumble it because sometimes I say it was, I believe there's enough for us all to eat. Um, I, I believe there's that. enough for all of us to eat because you're, it's funny, the amount of people that have asked me like, hey, do you have access to Chase's course? And I'm like, but you're an agency. And they're like, yeah, but we need to build out this program. I need to see how he thinks. Dude, that, that is that's what people don't really realize is that we've created things in the space. And yes, we're charging for it. Cause I think it's important to do that. But we, you can speak a little bit more specifically because you probably get this often. I'm, I I've received messages on like, Hey, thank you very much for giving me insights into how your team potentially operates. I'm using some of these documents or these SOPs or these frameworks or thought processes to teach my team on it. And we're just building everybody else around it. So I think it's just important to continue to do that always.
0: Yeah, and I think it's important too, like to know like what's your goal. Like, I think for for us, like we've always wanted to better others, and it's like we're we're kind of constrained by our own talent, our own time, and our own resources. But if we're able to give to others, and they're able to build, and that feedback loop comes in, I think that's actually probably one of the most interesting things lately. Is the more that we share, the more openly that we share, and we're not always right, right? There's obviously times we're right. There's obviously times we're wrong. But the more willing we are to share the more willing people are to share with us, right? So I might post an email marketing tip about, hey, I've noticed when you do this on the subject line, this is actually really interesting. I might have hundred people that then go try that. And 90 of them might say, dude, this crush. Now I know, man, at scale, these results are repeatable. Or I might do something like, hey, go change the from name to this. And then hundred people might try it and 90 be like, dude, this was way different than you said. It's like, all right, well, maybe this is like an isolated case of success. So I think that's been like one of the coolest byproducts of us just openly sharing is that like, when we say something, people want to act on it and our data then gets better and their data gets better because they're seeing what we're doing. We're seeing what they're doing. And that's really the benefits of having an agency is just the access to the data and the information. It's so powerful.
1: You're so right on this. And I think
0: people get scared. And I talked about this in the
1: ages. I keep referring back to this because it's more, what happens but it's not agency specific but building in public has been a game changer for for our businesses yep. i mean dude we're looking down the path of like doubling growth again for the third or fourth year straight. like that like we've in the arguably the hardest time for businesses to grow or or people to find find success like we're continually and consistently doing this and i take it back to like you can't break the moat that is chase and nick that is structured and constant that is like these things that we're building and it allows and something that I learned. And someone told me, it's like, we don't have a work for us the link on our page and the amount of times. And that's why you created your job board because you're yeah. like, dude, I am sharing so much and we're doing millions and millions of impressions across all platforms. Yeah. Somebody somewhere is going to see this that goes like, I want to be a part of that. And that happens all the time. We don't have a link or a way for them to get into involved in this. And it seems like more and more people want to at least, at least from, from our personal experiences, they want to be a part of what we're building or part of about what we've talked about. And then they're, they'll elect into it. And it was a message I left the, with our, with a Monday morning meeting today. I was like, dude, we are we are on a rocket ship. We have consistently grown, consistently onboarded both partners and employees and teammates. And if, so it might not be for you. Like some yeah. people might not be, you, it could happen, right? If you don't want to be a part of that, or you're like, hey, I just want it to be a little bit more chill, relaxed." Listen, I love that. Go ahead. We'll, we'll write a review. We'll, we'll tell recommendation of, of great work and perfect example. Mason, Mason left us to do bigger and better things, and I cannot wait to bring him business or talk about it or even use it, Hire him for for constant creative. You know,
0: hundred percent, man. Let's round this out with like one or two kind of like actionable tips on social. So I think you kind of mentioned if you want to elaborate on it, you mentioned earlier. Uh, on LinkedIn, you're posting kind of more long form with photos, right? And I think you kind of like when we were texting yesterday and kind of talking now, you emphasize the photo. Do you want to elaborate on that? Do you want to move to one or two other things? Yes,
1: I'll do. Okay, so I'll keep it on that one. I'll go, I'll, I'll double down on this one. So LinkedIn, two things that are working for me right now on LinkedIn is 400 to 500 words the first two paragraphs, which would be like a body of th- like three or four lines, space body of another three or four lines. That first that first lo- uh, batch of lines, the first little paragraph, if you will, is like a, a very bold or strong claim. Like the most recent one I did for Geeko was like how much money we've lost over the first couple years of us doing it, and and then like, but it's okay. Like the setup or hook is is a little bit longer, more wordy hook rather than just like lose weight in five days. It's a little bit more longer. Um, It's a little longer, sorry. Um, And then I always have an image. And then from the image, I always have like my call to action in the first comment, which was like kind of game changing because it makes them do, makes them scroll, then it makes them click because it is they have to expand more generally. And then when they click, it's more engagement on it. So I'm looking at how this goes and then I'm being very strategic in how many, obviously I I hope I always get reactions, responses to this, but every couple minutes, I'll go back and I'll actually like, like, then comment. I'll wait a little bit longer than comment back to them. So they see that there's engagement happening on them. seems to be working a lot better than my other ones.
0: Um, Two quick things the- there. Two quick things there. Um, on social platforms, right? The goal of a social platform is to keep you on the platform, right? So by you not doing a link in the first post, there's not really a way for them to necessarily see that you're linking out, right? By posting it and then doing it, the link in the comments. I've seen and heard that that's helpful for that reason, right? They want to keep people on your post. And if your post gets engagement and it's not taking people off site, that's great. So by doing that link in the first comment, super, super helpful. Uh, The second one, right, is like by actually engaging and by actually being a real person and by actually having conversations, those people that commented that first time, if you engage back and, and kind of comment, they're going to engage in future times, right? You kind of reinforce this behavior that you're open to kind of converse. You're open to share. And you know whether the feedback's good or bad, you're going to respond in line, and people are going to respect the response. So that's kind of just my tidbits there. Sorry, continue.
1: No, that's fire. I, well, I forget that you again. This is a very serious thing that you and I take. A lot of people <laughs> don't as serious as this, but it should be this way. Um, so the development that I've had on Twitter. So I usually my workflow of sharing on Twitter. Uh, I was key, I was maintaining up until last week. I was maintaining about three to four tweets a day. I've changed this to two tweets a day with two retweets. So my total output is about four. Yep. Of these four a day, I'm having one image or one video attached to this just to change up the type of content. I haven't seen any uniqueness or win- winning winning elements there just yet. As soon as I'm done on Twitter, I will then put to that repost onto Instagram stories instantly, and I'll link to my tweet. That has allowed me to kind of build everything, keep this flywheel going. Uh, I, I'm not a big reshare of content because I feel like each platform deserve its, deserves its own. But there's something about reposting text on IG stories that's like super visually, in my opinion, visually appealing that I want to try and keep it that way. So I, that's what I'm trying right now. And my, my main media, my main engagement platform is is Instagram. So that's my big win. is tweet it, let it sit. Reshare and IG stories linking back to the tweet for that audience. Um and it's 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 been working tremendously for me. What, what do you got?
0: Yeah, I love that. On on the Twitter side, um, a, cu- a couple of things there. I think one is like the, the post on Twitter for me, like that's how I kind of get the sense of like the polls of like, is this post a good post? Is this post another ah. good post? Like Twitter for me is like that testing or almost that A-B test, if you'd call it. Of does this does this post or does content like this deserve to go on? Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, BitCloud, TikTok, YouTube, right? Does this content engage? And I think because Twitter is happening such in real time, you post a poll or you post something, dude, you could get hundreds, if not maybe a few thousand impressions within 5, 10, 20 minutes, right? I don't have that person, that feedback loop elsewhere. I know for yeah. you, you're really strong on Facebook and you're really strong on Instagram. So maybe for you, right, you could post a poll really quick on IG story and get a lot of engagement really quickly and then figure out, does it make sense to move it to Twitter? So I use personally Twitter as like a testing ground, uh, you know, retweeting your own stuff after a couple hours after it's gotten some engagement. I love that as well. Um, and whenever I do threads, I'll always screenshot that thread, throw it on IG story with a, with a call to action over to Twitter. And to your point, you're kind of like cross pollinating, right? Your Twitter people end up following you on Instagram if there's kind of a hook there. But more importantly, your Instagram folks are following you on Twitter, which has the best organic reach, right? I think you know IG reels and some of these posts and whatnot are starting to pick up a little bit for me. I like Twitter, a like, a comment, a retweet is worth so much. So that's kind of just piggyback on what you got.
1: I'm I'm curious if anybody that's listening that is building or wanting to build publicly or build. Uh, on channels i've i've you, i'm a big fan of linktree I've, I've i've driven a bunch of sales i like that where it links up to all my channels and the things i want to promote but i wonder if there's other solutions out there that you guys like better or or, or have or use or what but i am i'm super curious on, on people's opinions on leveraging that link and bio across because right now i'm just keeping everybody into one like you can link all my things here i, I have it across the board but very curious on what people think
0: yeah, I'd be curious to get people be able to sit back to for, for me personally. Someone on Twitter, dude, made me a free site on this thing called Card. It's like C A R R D or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And they made it for me. And like it's essentially Linktree. It just looks a little bit cleaner because you kind of own the real estate a little better. It almost more looks like, like a landing page than just like a link dump. Uh, so someone from Twitter literally made that for free for me. So I'm curious, like, what people like. I've just switched to that because I wanted to thank the person and I gave them a nice review. Um. But this was sweet, dude. I I love this style of conversation. Like we literally were having a conversation on our Monday sync. You were saying interesting things. I was like, dude, pause. Let's hit record, and we ended up here. So, uh, show some love on this video, guys. Hit Nick on Twitter. Hit Nick on IG. Nick, I always forget. Are you? I am Nick Shackelford on Twitter, IG, and then I am Shackelford on the other. Which one are you?
1: I am. I am Shackelford on Twitter. Okay. And I talked about Instagram and I made that mistake and lost all my engagement on one of the speeches I gave. So I will fix that eventually.
0: Cool. We'll drop the link. Nick brother. Appreciate you.
1: I'll see you, man.